Texting Hamlet. Your family's crazy? Talk about a clusterfuck. My paramount uncle murdered my father, the king. Then, a hideous, quickie marriage. Uncle Claudius wifed my mother, Queen Gertrude. Now, dread uncle boinks mom with a hulking dad bod and sex me. Mine eyes cannot unsee this desecration. <laughs> Plus, Dad's ghost yowls round yon battlements. If this isn't all whack enough, the ghost of my crazy ex stalks me. FYI, she drowned herself and can't be buried in consecrated ground. Top that shit, bitches. Shalt I go full Oedipus? Gouge out mine eyes? Or stab Val Claudius through his perverted heart? Hamlet, our nephew, our son. Gertrude, our sometime sister, now our queen, your hot mama. Fie on it. Ah, uh, fie. He maketh sex ties at the fair lady who gave me life. Uh. Your father is dead, tis true, but life rolls wildly on. How screwed up is this? Ah, tis the dance of love on fleek. Why doth it offend thee so? That's my mother, you scumbag. Revenge. Revenge royals in mine blood. Dear sweet Hamlet, come to me. Call it not revenge porn. She married. Oh, most wicked speed to post with such dexterity to incestuous sheets. It is not, nor it cannot come to good. But break my heart, for I must hold my tongue. If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but your mom ain't one. Yes, queen. Who's a gloomy Gus? Who? Come on, who? Hamlet's a gloomy Gus. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. Moping and brooding day and night all around Elsnore Castle. Always in dreary nighted colors. The loyal among us are in mourning. Duh. All that lives must die, passing through nature to eternity. Horn dogs must ever sniff out new prey. Oh, that this too, too sullied flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew, or that the everlasting had not fixed his cannon against self-slaughter. Melted flesh? Seriously? That's just gross. Oh, God. God! How weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seem to me all the uses of this world. Give Mama a hug. 
Frailty, thy name is woman. Come on, gloomy Gus, give your queen a big ol' hug. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it's just nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles, and by opposing in them to die, to sleep. <sighs> Tis Bigo! The ghost of Doom Dophelia! She stalks me from beyond the grave! They, they, they. It's all about they, Hamlet. The struggle is real. Quit calling me a stalker. You're such an endless drama boy. Shall I kill myself or murder my uncle? Angst, anguish, ambiguity. Thou art a needy, broken record. Preach. Make up your damn mind, Hamlet. Adulting is hard. Execute your decisions. FYI, inaction is a form of action. Who knows what the hell they're doing? Not me. Right? There's no intelligent design, Hamlet. Just muddle through like everyone else. I once loved you. We are over. Done. Finished. I never loved you. Gaslighter! I've added up to mine eyeballs with your whiny-ass privilege problems. Are you off your meds again? Come on, Hambone. Put down that nasty-wasty dagger. That's my good boy. Wrap those angsty-wanksty arms around me, Mama's melancholy Dane. The Dane's got 99 problems and a bit. Drop it, creeper. News, Ophelia? My most sacred pleasure. Not you, vile wretch. Ophelia, Netflix and chill? Swipe left. We are never, ever, ever getting back together. Get thee to a nunnery. The hell with the slut-shaming noise. You drive me to self-destruction. And over that dagger. To be or not. Post haste. Before carcasses drop like flies. Never! Did you accidentally drown, dear child, when that willow branch snapped? Or did you commit suicide? Doomed Ophelia killed herself. Case closed. Spoken with the patriarchy's certainty. Probable burial or nah? Nah. A disembodied phallus assaults mine eyes? Thou art a disrespectful swine. Evermore I'll aunt your skeevy ass, Claudius. Mm, that's my girl. Queen Gertrude, this vulgarian exploits you in such base fashion. You should see what Claudius texted me. Oh, and Hamlet, I'll chill with your ghost dad on your ramparts. Squad goals. Dear Queen Gertrude, why or why did you marry the skeevy old lech? Lust. Fear loneliness. Complicity. Power. Well, actually, a woman requires a husband. Else no one takes her seriously. No man, you mean. Shrill, harpy, angry wench. You drowned yourself because our nephew impregnated you, then tossed you in the burn pit with the table scraps. You know what makes me stabby? Mansplaining. The guilt, the burden. Behold mine cell, Gertrude. Your horrid bedfellow violates your trust. Bastard. Ladies never make dents in the machinery by minding rules. Please, place the dag in mine hand. Lady, leap from this cart a carnage, this perpetual cycle of violence. Peace, follow me. 
You are but a ghost, a splotch of mist. Are you a spirit of help or a goblin damned? How can you assist me, spirit, if you... I faked me death. Brilliant. Well, actually... Tricked you all and settled in a faraway place. Oh, no, you didn't. For reals? Yep. Genius. Right? A blissful haven deep in the woods. A nunnery where ladies rule and no man visits. Dear Queen Gertrude, you have ever been kind to me. You are so much better than... than this? Remain with duplicitous Claudius, a beast devoid of integrity? and wishy-washy amlet? You'll fester in a reeking pile of corpses. Get thee to yon nunnery. You in? I am so in. To yon nunnery. Guess that leaves the two of us, big guy. To be or not. Love sucketh. Winter of our discombobulatement. Now is the winter of our discombobulatement. Hail America's first king, yo. Fie on mere president. I am deformed. Unfinished, sent before my time. Dogs bark as I halt and lurch and leave a trail of slime. Any nanny boo boo, stick your head in dog poo. Locked in yon gold tower, mine oafish spawn decay. Smother them with wee wee hands, bury them today. Princelings in the tower, keep the king in power. Still, Mine blessed name chimes gilded across the land. Mine phallus tower rises at my command. Sword swinging skirmish, yo, our king is churlish, oh. Wanton wenches turn for my amorous sporting tricks. What's so bigly wrong with these snooty bitchy chicks? Ew, gross. Toxic masculinity, dotage disability. Grabbed by the quim, the bum, the heaving bosom. Trumpets stare, mouths agape, frozen and just struck dumb. Thou elvish marked, gross, supportive, rooting hog. My knee I heist and heave at thine old nasty sprog. A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. Schlep my rotund girth, cross the king's golf course. Boorish lout, king of fools, drunken mad with power. You be mullered and headed for yon tower. This week on Best Beware My Sting. Knock, knock. Who's there? 
Fahas, Grumio, summon my good lady wife. Knock. Knock, master. Who should I knock? Grumio, damn your eyes. Knock or I'll knock you on the nose. I'll pummel anyone who threatens you. I'll die of old age if you never bother to knock in the first place. Catherine, don't dilly-dally. Come in, Petruchio. My Catherine. Obedient, sweet, and docile. Yes, she is. Master of the house. And very nearly tamed. Close, but no cigar, see? This raucous road trip to Padua is the final step. Kate will forever renounce her shrewish ways. Pledge to remain weak and submissive, eh, sirrah? Gotta keep her dignitized, Grumio. Make it the bumpy with it the ugly. Big dick energy snags the lady every time, am I right? Right. My lady is pizza dough in your rough and ready hands, master. She'll be agreeable in no time. Why do you dwaddle? Come on, Catherine. In God's name. Once more towards your father's house. Watch this one, Grumio. Good morrow, husband. Good Lord. How brightly shines the moon. Oh, snap. Moon? That's not the moon. Tis the morning sun. Yes, how goodly shines the night's luminous moon. It is not moonlight now. I say it is the moon that shines so bright. I know it is the sun that shines so bright. Damn right! Now by my mother's sun, and that's myself, it shall be moon or star or meteor. Or what I list, or whatever I desire before I journey to your father's house. Go on, Grumio. Sirrah? Fetch our horses back again. (laughs) Tis the sun, the shining... Crossed! Evermore crossed, and nothing but crossed. Oh, snap again. Say as he says, mistress, or we shall never go. Let us go forward, I pray you, since we've come so far. You in danger, girl. Let it be the moon, or the sun, or a meteor, or whatever you please. No! If you please to call it a rush candle, henceforth I vow it shall be so for me. I say it is the moon. I'm about to crack a fucking molar. What? How many times are you going to say the moon? The moon, I say. I, I, I know it is the moon. Nay, woman, you lie. It is the blessed sun. By Lord, but this grows wearisome. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, mistress, methinks you are about to say... These nuts! Yes, yes, then God be praised, it is the blessed sun. Oh, I get it. Don't offend leggings guy. Lest he kneecap you and schlep your docile ass home again. Is that the plan in this twisted rom-com? Son, it is not, when you say it is not. And might I add, your mind changes as much as does the moon. What you will have it named, even so it is. So it ever shall be for Catherine. Actually, Sirrah, go thy ways. Give it a rest. The field is won. Behold the barren field in which I sow my flying flips. Hush, fool. It is not the sun, not the moon. It's Ursa Major. Oh, for fuck's sake. What dread shrillness shrieks without end? I'm shrill. To sound the siren and toot the whistle. Why, there's a wench most strangely attired. Step aside. Tis my space you invade, Medusa. Womp, womp. Kate, you need treatment for Stockholm Syndrome, stat. Who are you, lady? Whenceforth have you come? I'm Ophelia from the block. Oh, I'm so not feeling ya. Hath the weird sisters conjured you? No, son, just feminist rage. I knew it. This autumn wench is an untamed true. It's intervention time. Hold my beer. I prefer sack. Then go rustle up Falstaff. Now, Kate, listen, girl. This Petruchio, he's straight up gaslighting you. What is this gas? An overabundance of yellow bile. It creates disruption of the intestinal humors. Ye gods, I know this dread malady well. 
It invades my innards when I feast upon Brussels sprouts. Goat's milk kills me every damn time. This gas inflicts me here, deep, deep in the belly, puffs me up like a blowfish. Quiet, clowns. No mansplaining on my watch. What is this mansplaining? I'll take things that suck the big wazoo for 500, Alex. Savage! Now, Kate, listen up. Gaslighting is a psychological manipulation. It sows doubt in your own reality. A gaslighter changes beliefs and thoughts against your will. Tis a villain's power move? Precisely. Lady, you surrendered your reality to his. Proved your Petruchio's goods, his baggage, his shadow. Long story short, you morph from fierce to pliable. Friend Ophelia, I caught feelings. Oh, sweetie, it happens to the best of us. I'm ride or die for leggings, guy. Yeah, no. Sure, you're all honeymoony and lovey-dovey right now for Mr. Sex Machine. Shut your mouth. Pliable isn't so terrible, is it? It's not nearly as bad as Bubbly's shallow, manic pixie dream girl. What is this manic? Sit your codpiece down, Grumio. It means I'm still bendy and flexible, right? No argument. But Katie, don't let Petruchio rope you into the blame and punishment chair. Kinky. Good citizens, I'm proud to reign top sales rep for Fantasia Tickle Toys, a 28 zillion gold lira industry. God, is there no escape from these mid-level marketing pyramid schemes? Romance, intimacy, sexy time. All by your lonesome or with a spicy partner. Nearly 5 million citizens attend Fantasia Tickle Toys parties each year. Swingers get-togethers, vino nights, divorce celebrations, yes, 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 more, more, more. Call me, good folks. Call 1-800-TICKLES. Schedule a sensual soiree soon or become a sexy sales rep. That's 1-800-TICKLES. Discover how a mere 200 lira investment for a starter kit can change your life with a huge jolt. Who falls for this bullshit scam? You'd be surprised. Kate, look at the reality of your situation, not a Petruchio's spin. The whole thing started as a transactional scheme. This guy is shady from Shadyopolis. I'm Brash Petruchio, a gentleman of Verona. Whatever. He blasted through his inheritance and was desperate for coin. Yours was an arranged marriage. Your sperm donor, Baptista, paid Petruchio to marry you. Ka-ching! Every guy in Padua was chomping at the bit to bone your sweet sister, Bianca. Girl is fine. But first, Baptista had to dump the extra baggage from his home. Your old man was desperate to marry you off. Tis true. I am the elder sister. You changed hands from one man to another. It is the battle of the sexes. Man's wisdom of the ages. Well, that's the way Italy's patriarchal class system operates. Smash the patriarchy! It's straight-up sexual inequality! Egregious subordination of women. It's complicated. Of course it is. Gaslighting implants false information. It makes you doubt your own memory, your own perceptions. Is there no hope? There's always hope. Always. So let's replay these scenes and unpack them. You and you, hop to it. Grumio, you play Baptista. Acting? I'm a natural thespian. Just don't make me do Mammoth. Hell, even Macho Man Macbeth draws the line at Mammoth. Petruchio, you do you. And curtain up, dance puppets. Sup, Petruchio, my man. It's a me, rich old bigger daddy, Batista. Then tell me, if I get your daughter's love, what dowry shall I have with her wife? After my death, one half of my lands, and in possession, 20,000 crowns. And for that dowry, I'll assure her of her widowhood. 
be it that she survives me in all my lands and leases whatsoever. Let specialties be therefore drawn between us, that covenants may be kept on either hand. When the special thing is well obtained, that is, her love, for that is all in all. Stop, stop. Father mentions love straight away. Don't be fooled, Katie. Keep watching. And rewind. When the special thing is well obtained, that is, her love, for that is all in all. Well, that is nothing. For I tell you, Father, I am as commanding as she proud-minded. And where two raging fires meet together, they do consume the thing that feeds their fury. Though little fire grows great with little wind, yet extreme gusts will blow out fire and all. I am the great gust to her flame. She'll yield to me, for I am rough and woo not like a babe. He vows to blow out your fire, smother your fierceness. Woo her, wed her, bed her, whatever you must do. Woo her, do her, screw her. Rid of me of that true. And scene. Oh my god, that's despicable. Hello, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You were an alpha. I was? I don't remember. Because he squashed you under his thumb, crushed you into a zeta. No, no, Kate, my love. Turn that frown upside down. Anoint me with your winningest smile. Kate, love, I willingly wooed you. My man's got game. Wounds based on attraction, desire, passion. Pay no attention to golden coins jingling in his man purse. I'm so confused. Petruchio desires me, Ophelia. Of course he does, pretty woman. It's just icing on the cake. A handsome dowry indeed. He married me in front of the whole city. How soon you forget! Petruchio showed up late at the altar. Yes! Dressed like a jester with belled shoes and drunk out of his five senses. He started a food fight with the priest. So we might eat and drink as friends. What a sham. What a shame. No shame but mine. I must, forsooth, be forced to give my hand, opposed against my heart, unto a mad brain broods be, full of spleen, who wooed in haste and means to wed at leisure. Kate, you were a spark plug. Hysterical and strident. Cranky and unlovable. You had agency for miles and miles. You were loud and proud, ten times smarter than this guy. You brayed to protect your own ideas, your own space, your own body, and then poof. How quickly you relinquished it. I ignored my inner alarm. Exactly. Missed my chance to pull a runaway bride. Katie, you married a jerk. Then he dragged you back to his place and terrorized you by yelling at the servants. He cuffed poor Grumio and kept me awake with ravings and rants. And then commandeered your Weight Watchers points and starved you. The food was too rugged for my lady. Not fine enough for a delicate creature. For truth, the meal was far too rich for a lady's dainty belly. Too rugged, yet too rich. Well, we lacked the proper condiments. You done drank the Kool-Aid. Let's press rewind and make sure your recollection is solid. You, Grumio, you do you. Kate, you do you. And I'll do... Nobody! Now remember, after a long and weary journey, you arrived at Petruchio's home. You were ravenous, lady. Ready to scarf up anything that wasn't nailed down. The more my wrong, the more his spite appears. What, did he marry me to famish me? Beggars that come unto my father's door upon entreaty have present alms. If not, elsewhere they meet with charity. 
But I, who never knew how to entreat, nor never needed that I should entreat, am starved for meat, giddy for lack of sleep, with oaths kept waking and with brawling fed. And that which spites me more than all these wants, he does it under name of perfect love. As who should say if I should sleep or eat, t'were a deadly sickness or else present death. I prithee, go and get me some repast. I care not what, so it be wholesome food. What say you to a calf's foot? Get in my belly. Tis passing good. I prithee, let me have it. I fear it is too choleric a meat. How say you to a fat tripe finely broiled? I like it well. Good Grumio, fetch it me. I cannot tell. I fear tis choleric. What say you to a piece of beef and mustard? A dish that I do love to feed upon. Nom nom nom. Ay, but the mustard is too hot a little. Why then the beef, and let the mustard rest. Nay then, I will not. You shall have the mustard, or else you get no beef of Grumio. Then both, or one, or anything thou wilt. Why then, the mustard without the beef? Go, get thee gone, thou false deluding knave that feedest me with the very name of meat. Sorrow on thee, and all the pack of you that triumph thus upon my misery. Go, get thee gone, I say. See, Ophelia, I speak my mind with force and pride, then boot the liar away. Well done, but then... Pick me, pick me. Go for it, leggings guy. I burst forth into the room like so. In a most manly fashion. Hoisting an enormous silver platter overhead, brimming with juicy meats, fragrant hand pies, and sweet grapes. Dearest Kate, I laid eyes on your sad countenance and declared, pluck up thy spirits. Look cheerfully upon me. Here, love, thou seest how diligent I am to dress thy meat myself and bring it thee. Food, glorious food. All's well for the moment. Petruchio plays good cop to Crumio's bad cop, but... Da-da-da! Archer doesn't fun fast enough, doesn't fluff up his fragile ego. I'm sure, sweet Kate, this kindness merits thanks. What, not a word? Nay. Then thou lovest it not. And all my pains is sorted to no proof. Here, take away this dish. Wait! I'm PMSing. I'm absolutely desperate for snackage. I pray you, let it stand. The poorest service is repaid with thanks. And so shall mine, before you touch the meat. I thank you, sir. Seagirl, stimulus, response. Knuckle under to the control freak. Signor Petruchio, fie, you are to blame. Come, Mistress Kate, I'll bear you company. So far, so good, Grumio. You had one job, to be a decent human. But then... Gobble it up, Grumio. If thou lovest me, much good do it unto thy gentle heart. You inhaled all Kate's food. Siri, show me something that makes me cray-cray. I grow most mightily hangry. Use it! Then Petruchio summoned his tailor. Remember, Kate? Hubby promised you fancy new clothes to prance around in. And now, my honey love, will we return unto thy father's house, and revel it as bravely as the best, with silken coats and caps and golden rings, with ruffs and cuffs and farthingales and things, with scarves and fans and double chains of bravery, with amber bracelets, bees, and all this knavery. What hast thou dined? The tailor stays thy leisure to deck thy body with his ruffling treasure. Come, tailor, let us see these ornaments. Lay forth the gown. <clears throat> Come, tailor. Me? Okay. Here is the cap your worship did bespeak. Why, this was molded on a porringer, a velvet dish. Fie, fie, tis lewd and filthy. Why, tis a cockle or a walnut shell, a knack, a toy, a trip, a baby's cap. Away with it. Come, let me have the bigger. I'll have no bigger. 
This doth fit the time, and gentlewomen wear such caps as these. When you are gentle, you shall have one too, and not till then. Sick burn. Why, sir, I trust I may have leave to speak, and speak I will. I am no child, no babe, and your betters have endured me say my mind, and if you cannot, best you stop your ears. My tongue will tell the anger of my heart, or else my heart, concealing it, will break. And rather than it shall, I will be free, even to the uttermost, as I please, in words. Look at you, back on with your bad self. Pretty cool, huh? He means to make a puppet out of me. And you rebel, speak truth to power, firmly rooted in your own reality. And then this, Jamoke. Why, that say it's true. It is a paltry cap, a custard coffin, a bauble, a silken pie. I love thee well in that thou likest not. He gaslights you, and you fight back. Love me or love me not, I like the cap. And it I will have or I will have none. No hat for you. A man must train his wench. Nonsense, enabler. Katie, your micromanaging husband dangled gowns and jewelry and then yanked them from your eager hands. They were not crafted in the fashion of the day, my love. No sleeves like a demi-cannon for the little missus. And now? Now Petruchio won't let you attend your own sister's wedding? Unless you agree to every outlandish claim he makes? The sun is the moon, my ass! Dysfunction Junction, baby, I call bullshit. Okay. Um, well then, I call bullshit back. That was me. I never said it. Nay, t'was some base imposter. Right, Grumio? Trusted truth teller? Eh? Correct old man who lives from paycheck to paycheck with no hope for a pension and in dire need of poultry wages I withhold unless... Oh, correct mundo. T'was a false wooer, lady. Fake woos. A trickster who married you, starved you, and ripped your clothes to shreds. "'Twas not my kind master who rained cruelty upon you." "'No, never. It was a scoundrel in disguise, a rogue who impersonated my voice.' "'It was?' "'I swear upon Grumio's life, I love you, Kate, with all my heart and all my soul.'" "'Friend Ophelia, I am confused beyond measure.'" "'Who you gonna believe? Lying liar from Liveville or your own eyes, your own ears, your own reason?' "'Just remember, what you see and hear is not happening.'" That I can tell you. Gaslighter! Kate, darling Kate, you know I love you. I tamed you to help you not please me. Don't let this Doctor Who wench destroy our love. A big, beautiful, tremendous loving love like no lovers ever loved. Ophelia, I'm ever more confounded. I cannot tell the sun from the moon, from the stars, from my heart. You don't know what to believe. You've been gaslighted so much, you don't know what the truth is. The truth is in the sex, my love. Boom, click a J, wow. Don't forget when we make the sex. It's the most tremendous sex two cis folks ever sexed. You peeked through a spa glass. Not my jam. I think you're confusing me with Voyeur over here. What? Never. For truth, Ophelia, the beast with two backs is phenomenal. Because I am a manly man who loves his gentle lady. No one will ever... Katie, pay no attention to his love palms. Your shrew roils below the surface. Shrew says what? Roar. Louder. Roar. Open the gates, unleash the mighty shrew. <laughs> now, with full-on shrew, remember the moment you met him. Make it so. Take this of me, Kate of my consolation. Hearing thy mildness praised in every town. Thy virtue spoke of, thy beauty sounded. Arrogant clod. Myself am moved to woo thee for my wife. Moved? 
let him that moved you hither remove you hence. You are immovable. What's immovable? A stool. Thou hast said it. Come, sit on me. Asses are made to bear, and so are you. Women are made to bear, and so are you. I'll never lie on my back to bear your weight. Good, Kate, I will not burden thee. For knowing thee to be but young and light. Too light for such a swain as you to catch, yet heavy as my weight should be. Come, come, you wasp. In faith you are too angry. Come. Go. This movable will not move. Come, lamb. If I be waspish, best beware my sting. My remedy, then, is to pluck it out. Aye, if the fool could find where it lies. Who knows not where a wasp does wear his sting? In his tail. In his tongue. Whose tongue? Yours, if you talk of tails. And so farewell. With my tongue in your tail? Kinky! Try again, good Kate. I am a gentleman. That I'll try. I swear I'll cuff you if you strike again. If you strike me, you are no gentleman. And if no gentleman, why then no arms. If you hit me, I will chew them off. I chafe you if I tarry. Pray, let me go. No, not a whit. I find you passing gentle. T'was told me you were rough and coy and sullen. And now I find report a very liar. Thou art uh, pleasant, gamesome, passing courteous. Nor hast thou pleasure to be cross in talk, but thou with mildness entertain thy wars, with gentle conference, soft and... Release my arm! Therefore, setting this chat aside, in plain terms, your father consented you shall be my wife. And will you, nil you, I will marry you. Thou must be married to no man but me. I am he born to tame you, Kate. Bring you from a wild Kate to a Kate conformable as other household Kates. Never make denial. I must and will have Catherine as my wife. Hey, oh, Senor Petruchio, it's a me, Big Daddy Baptista. How fare you with my baby girl? Uh? How but well, sir? It would be impossible for me to fare amiss. And how are you, daughter Catherine? Call you me, daughter? Oh, you have shown a tender, fatherly regard to wish me wed to a madcap ruffian, a lunatic? Father, it's like this. You and all the world have talked amiss of Kate. My daughter? She's not ill-tempered, but modest as a dove. Mine? About so tall? Yea, wide? Not hot, but tempered as the morn. This young woman here? We agree so well together. Sunday is the wedding day. I'll see you hanged on Sunday first. <laughs> see? We struck a bargain while we were alone. She's still going to pretend in public she still got her temper. In private? We know better, don't we, my dove? <laughs> I, I tell you, it's incredible to believe how much she loves me. Oh, the kindest Kate hung about my neck and kiss on kiss she showered me. Stand back, rogue. With my cowardly father. <laughs> Protesting oath on oath that she won me steadily to her love. Lunacy is contagious. Give me thy hand, Kate. Never. I'll go to Venice to buy apparel for the wedding. Provide the feast, father. Welcome the guests. Everyone in town will have rings and fine array. Kiss me, Kate, for we will be married on Sunday. I will cut you, gaslighter. <laughs> is this a dagger that I see before me? No, Petrux. You're thinking of the Scottish play. It's a blackhead remover thingy. Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs) 
I'll screech it loud and screech it proud. I'm a she-devil, a fire-eater, a nasty woman, a shrew, and I love myself in all my shrill glory. Get up and get out, gaslighter. It wasn't me. Gaslighter, gaslighter, snuff out your match. Zoom away now, I'm not your cat. It was a vile faker. Gaslighter, gaslighter, get out of Dodge. Zoom away now, you're just a sludge. Hurry, Petruchio, let's beat feet. Hey, Nani frickin' Nani. That was so damned freeing. Friend Ophelia, I see clearly now. I trust myself, my perceptions, my reality, and I feel the full force of ferocity coursing through my veins. Standing O, my lady. So now what? Get yourself a gaggle of epic sex toys. I'm three steps ahead of you. My impotent Fantasia tickle toy sales career ends today, but my pleasure chest is stocked with all manner of kooky paraphernalia. Senior Dildo lives most happily under my pillow. Ciao, Bello. Hey, there's a dog adoption over at Padua Pet Rescue. Want to hang out? I volunteer in the puppy pen. Dogs are the best people. I am so in. Then want to Uber to goat yoga? Perfect. I'm bendy and flexible. Then we'll idle at the pub. Excellent. As long as we stay away from the boar's head. I feel ya, feel ya. Too many drunken frat boys. I like beer. Right? Shakespeare's women are always way smarter than his men. Just saying. Whose women? It's a long story. Trust me. I do, friend. The first drink's on me. Mimosas? What is this mimosa? I'm thinking vodka stingers. Manspread Madness, a pantomime for radio. He wears earbuds and sprawls out like he owns the joint. He takes up the greater part two seats with his knees far apart and his feet aimed outward. His arms are crossed over his giant belly and his elbows jut out. He glares at Anne Boleyn, boring a hole through her for a few beats. He makes a menacing slashing motion across his throat. Then he looks down, fidgets with his cell, and becomes engrossed with tweeting manic nonsense. She's seated in another block of seats away from Henry VIII. There's clearly been some sort of incident. She pointedly ignores him, turning slightly in the opposite direction in a self-protective posture. Her head rests on the seat next to her. She leans over a laptop and labors over her studies. She enters, pushing a stroller with a carrier attachment. There is a baby strapped inside the carrier. She glances anxiously around. Noting that seats are occupied, she lifts the carrier out of the stroller. She places it in the baby, strapped inside on the floor. She glances up from her studies and oohs and ahs over the baby. Exhausted, she pushes her hair out of her face, folds up the stroller, and stashes it under seats. She responds sympathetically to the baby and to the mother. She indicates, oh, poor little baby. He jerks up from his phone and sighs dramatically. 
glares at the baby for a beat. Yeah, he's one of those assholes. Then he repeats his throat-slashing motion at the mother. She ignores Henry VIII. She picks up the carrier and coos over the baby as she soothes her. He impatiently taps his fingers against his thighs. Disgusted, she shoots daggers at Henry VIII. He sits squarely in the middle of two seats. He stretches his legs straight out in front of him while he waits for his damn baby to get her shit together. She takes her head off the seat next to her and tries to get the mother's attention. She continues to soothe the baby. He folds his arms across his chest. She folds her arms across her chest. He juts out his elbows. She juts out her elbows. She motions for Henry VIII to scooch over. He indicates, like hell he will, bitch. He sprawls out further. She raises her shoulders in disgust and spreads her arms wide at Henry VIII. She looks at Anne Boleyn with a face that screams, What the hell is this guy's problem? She vigorously nods her head. She indicates with her body, Who the hell knows? He returns to his man-spreading position with legs spread wide apart. He pointedly returns to fiddling with Twitter. She pats the seat next to herself and gestures for the mother to sit. She plops into the seat, rolls her eyes toward Henry VIII. She indicates, I know, right? She conspiratorially huddles with the mother. She collects her belongings and baby, gestures for Maxina Waters, who's just entered, to take her seat. She shakes her head no. She hooks shopping bags through her arms to free her hands. She pats the seat next to her and gestures for Maxine of Waters to sit. She shakes her head no and grabs the pole near Henry VIII. She swings on the pole perilously close to Henry VIII. He brushes his polluted knees off with disdain. He throws Maxine of Waters the stink eye. She swings closer, her head nearly grazing Henry VIII's. She throws Henry VIII the stinkier eye, gestures for him to scooch the hell over. He shakes his head no. He indicates, who's gonna make me? She indicates, I am Bozo. She flips off Henry VIII. She lets go of the pole, drops the bags, and tries to push Henry VIII's legs together. They don't budge. With great effort, she wriggles and contorts herself to squeeze into the space at the side of one of his legs. Henry VIII spreads his legs further, squishing her. She flips him off with both middle fingers. She bows her head and touches her forehead in respect. From her squished position, she elaborately mocks Henry VIII's comb-over. She mocks it in response. He adjusts his earbuds, raises his hands high in the heavy metal sign of the horns for a beat. Then he violently rocks out to metal, bangs his head, and waves his comb over around wildly. He stomps his feet, pounds on the pole, beats his belly, pounds on his thighs. He plays air drums and air guitar. She rides the storm of Henry VIII's mayhem, rocking and rolling twisting and turning. Finally, she jabs him in the side with her elbow. He indicates, are you fucking kidding me? This is too much. First, 
a headless wench and a fat bitch with a yelling baby, then an old crone with a metric shit ton of bags, now a mime, a freaking mime? He repositions himself to further claim his space and assert his power. She mimes walking against the wind as she scans the subway for a place to sit. She gestures a welcome and pats the seat next to her. She mimes leaning on a bar, doing a few shots in quick succession as she contemplates her options. She mimes cheers and takes a shot herself. She mimes a game of tug of war with an invisible opponent. She labors to win but falls badly behind. She mimes tying the rope tightly around her waist. She strains further against the invisible opponent. She mimes pulling another rope out of her pocket. She makes a lasso and tosses it over to Maxine of Waters. Successfully lassoed with the invisible rope, she bounds out of her seat. She grabs the mime's waist and tugs with her against the invisible opponent. She mimes feeling around an invisible glass wall that surrounds Henry VIII. She's eventually satisfied she's figured out its dimensions. She strains and labors to haul an invisible load of bricks. She pitches in to help the mime haul the invisible load. He's had enough of this ridiculous bullshit and puffs himself up. She mimes using a trowel and invisible bricks to build a wall around Henry VIII. She hops out of her seat to help the mime build the bottom of the invisible wall. She lays invisible bricks and works her way up the wall. She takes a huge, goofy stuffed animal from one of her bags and tucks it between Henry VIII's knees. He is enraged at this disrespect. He sputters and frets his time on the stage. We form the sign of the horns and rock out to metal music for a few weeks. We exist. He labors to remove the animal from between his legs. He stomps his feet and pounds on the invisible wall. He's trapped. Holy shit, they did it. Those bitches trapped his man-spreading ass.